Welcome to Diverse Geeks in Focus, focusing on marginalized issues in geek culture. I'm Gemma, I'll be your magical NB demigirl and your guide into the diverse geeks around us. My pronouns are they, them. And with me, as always, I'm Alex, host of Ready, Set, Geek, co-host of DJIF, and translator for the general population. My pronouns are she, her. Today's episode, oh, almost, oosh, <laughs> our guest is excited. Well, today we'll be focusing on geek culture through the lens of women of color through the world of art designers. And the person who is uh, just about to bust out an intro is Paula Oliveras. Paula, thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me over here. And my pronouns are she and her. Thank you. So let's get right to it. You, uh, well, first of all, no, you say it. Like, what, what do you do? What do I do? So I'm a freelance illustrator and story artist, but my background, my original background is really in animation and I just started doing conventions and um, art shows for the past like four or five years now. Yeah. yeah. And that's where I first met you because mm -hmm. I was just wandering around and I saw like, I think the specific, I think the specific thing I saw that, well, that caught my eye was, uh, it was just, uh, it was, it was a brown girl, which is already rare enough to see in art. But it was a brown girl eating like, like ube ice cream or like oh, by ube. the <laughs> right, <laughs> or like I see ice and then I looked more and it was like a hollow hollow like mm -hmm. thing. I was like, wait, what, what? <laughs> My culture. There's a jolly bee. Can we just say that there's a little jolly oh, bee? Oh yeah, and I wore <laughs> that. I I remember buying the pen and I <laughs> wore it uh, for the uh, San Diego Comic Con panel that we did. So I was just like, yeah, oh, I've just now connected the dots. That's where you got that pin. Yep. Got it. See, worlds collide. Worlds collide. <laughs> and uh, I rec uh, for listeners, you are wearing a necklace that you mm -hmm. also designed of the Filipino sun. It's yeah, like which is super it's the new cute. one. It's super cute. Yeah, yeah. It's very have to pick that up. Yes. Yeah, a lot of people <laughs> asked me because I have the pin version. You saw it. Yep. Yeah, you I saw have it. That one. And <laughs> a lot of people asked me if I was gonna make jewelry. So I was like, okay, let's see how it goes. And it turns out a lot of people like it. So are you turning um, everything into jewelry? I need not to know everything. <laughs> Just this, and I made like an ice cream necklace. So cute, you'll have to see cute. it. It's like Is the it three. Ube? Yes, it's yes. the three popular Filipino flavors. So it's the ube, the buko pandan, and the yes, buko pandan. Yes, <sighs> kind of have to. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you have to. So were you? Were you always an artist? Like when did that start? Because I feel like I've artists did kind of have to start early, way back. Yeah. yeah, for me, well, I'm an only child, so art was, has always been my outlet. So I guess I've been drawing since, I guess, as like, young as four. But it's only, like, when I went into, like, art school that I had, like, the proper training. But even then, I always, like, try to practice and all that. But it's not like now with, like, the, you know, newer generation where they have, like, social media where they can find all these artists. Right, and, like, right. You know, it was, like, much harder back then. So I drew a lot of inspiration from animated films that's what really got me into like wanting to get into animation especially when I first watched Toy Story when it came out in 95 oh, wow. so I yeah. like I knew that I wanted to get into that field but it's, it wasn't only until like I went into Cal State Fullerton when I was actually in the animation program that 
I felt like I wanted to do more storyboarding than doing 2D and 3D. Like we all learned that, but it was really when I took like the storyboarding class where I felt like this is what I want to do. I I like the storytelling. Felt like aspect. you were at home. Exactly, because like you're like staging what they're going to animate. So I I did like that part. To be honest, I didn't really realize how. Im- I mean, I understood storyboarding in the process, but mm-hmm. I didn't know that could be like a career. Mm-hmm. Um, I always thought it was just like the animators themselves kind of like have to do everything all the time. Yeah, yeah, I, definitely. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know there were specific people that are like, yes, I am the storyboard artist for mm-hmm. this film. That's all I do. like. All I do, like, not all I do, lot. which is a lot. <laughs> yeah, which is a lot already. I, I'm sorry, storyboard artists, if they're listening. I'm so sorry. I can't draw stick figures to save my life. Me neither. So what it, uh, what is it about? What a, uh, about storyboard like that you like? Just that the staging and like this is that you get to. I guess come up with how you tell the story because you're basically drawing like how the character or like you know the background how they're gonna act out that scene Mm -hmm. and then once it gets approved of course that's what that's how they'll try to animate so it's pretty cool process you know you have to get that right before they can move on to the next phase so I like so I like doing that you like that process of it? Oh, yeah. And so, is so the art similar when you're doing that to when you're doing, like, the art stuff that you're doing now that you're selling? Or is it totally different? It's different. But it still try to capture, like, the storytelling aspect. But more of, like, I guess, as you've seen, Gemma, mm-hmm. like, the I've tried to capture, like, the culture mm-hmm. in, into it. So, I guess that's the storytelling part, wherein people come up to me and ask me, oh, what's that in the, in the artwork? Right. And then it's kind of fun for me because it's, like, educational for a lot of people, you know, not necessarily, like, all... Filipinos get my stuff you know it's like there's a wide variety of people yeah I was actually kind of surprised when uh when going to your booth (laughs) um it was usually crowded but also that it wasn't just Filipinos uh there were various uh there were like whites and like just mixed like Mm -hmm. just this mixed diverse crowd going yeah and uh, and they were buying like the Mm -hmm. the cultural art oh yeah yeah they just i think they just they would just like learning all about it and i guess you know especially the food yeah and any of the ones i had food food doesn't (laughs) want a cute ice cream cone i know (laughs) i know so a lot of people get the ones with the food the sun but not oh necessarily. Yeah, the yeah. sun is so the cute. Sun. I know. Can't, I'm like can't say no to I'm that. like low stock now. So if, <laughs> I ru- if I if I run out at Designer Con, then people have to wait till I like restock to, it. To restock yeah. it. Wow. Just sell a limited number every day so people know it's a hot commodity from the beginning and they're like <laughs> rushing over in the morning to try and get that one necklace. Oh, it's the pin. But yeah, the uh. necklace. Yeah. So I, so I tell people, well, I'm low stuck on this, but you can get the necklace <laughs> instead if you want. People are like, yeah, <laughs> okay. Do you feel like there's a little bit of a pressure being a woman of color to mm-hmm. have to make sure your story is getting out there and people understand what they're buying? like a responsibility mm-hmm. almost i guess so because um i remember when i first started doing conventions i was i was still trying to figure out um 
my style mm. you know my personal style because you know the the work side of it you know you just follow like yeah. the character sheet or yeah someone's style yes. someone else's style guide yeah so uh, you know getting out of like college and you know you learn all these things but you know finding your own style was is kind of tough so mm-hmm. i was just playing around with um a lot of things but what stayed true is um trying to capture like the cute aspect in the artwork people and, like um, cute i love so cute. <laughs> i guess like my first time going solo on a table at wondercon i decided to make a filipino inspired artwork and um, from there, that's when people started asking me, Are, am I going to make more? And then I realized, like, why shouldn't I? You know, there there aren't many, like, Filipino-inspired artworks out there, mm-hmm. you know. And so I realized that I maybe I should make more, you know. And there's so much of, like, the Filipino roots that you can get, like, inspiration from. Not just food, but, like, the history, mm-hmm. you know, the fashion, all of it. So... I try to capture that in like my all my artworks now. Let's dive into your Filipino culture a little bit. Shall okay, we? Sure. <laughs> yeah, since it, since sure. it influences you so much in your yes. uh, in your art. Now, I'm gonna ask the best way I can, but were you born in or have you been to mm-hmm. the Philippines? Oh yes. So I'm really a Manila girl. So I was born and raised in Manila. Oh wow. Yes. Yes, yeah, I people was are a, a, a surprised when they when they find find that out. I'm like, no, like I I know all the other Filipino artists that do the conventions and they're really from here. And I always tell them, <laughs> no, I'm from the <laughs> Philippines and I just moved here like over a decade ago. So, yeah. Has your art changed from since you moved? Like, was there a new inspiration from that? Or do you feel like it was more, okay, I need to make sure I bring my culture with me because it's missing here? See, the, see it's interesting. Once I moved here, I didn't realize how I took it for granted. Mm. You know, that, you know, a lot of Filipinos from there too, you know, they take it for granted. And when they come here, they realize like, oh yeah, you know, there's so much of our culture that we didn't appreciate. And I'm trying to um, embrace that more now that I'm getting older too. So I, so I, I project that into my artwork these times. Very cool. How old were you when you moved here? <laughs> if you don't mind me don't asking, <laughs> here, here we uh, so go. like in the twenties, so se- in the teens. Oh, so I, so I was already like, um, I finished high school. I okay. did, I did a stint of like a year college there, mm, drama, <laughs> <laughs> and then I moved here the following year. So I was like seventeen, going on eighteen. Yeah, and you said you were drawing back in nineteen ninety five. So art had always mm-hmm. kind of followed with you. What yes. kind of art were you doing back in the Philippines? Um, a lot of you know the cartoons, <laughs> definitely. Was it yeah. uh was there was it was it Filipino cartoons or because I know anime gets to the Philippines too. Oh, anime! I only got into that like high school. That's when they oh, okay. start seeing it and like oh, TV. Okay. Yeah, I would stay up really late <laughs> and watch it. Oh, so what kind of cartoons then? Oh, just you know like Looney Tunes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was more Western culture yeah, coming in. The the yeah. Sure. yeah, I didn't really get exposed to like the animation there. But then again, I don't think there was much back mm. then. Like they did have like Western, but then they just had like uh, like a dubbing of like Tagalog. 
Oh, right. so like okay. for example, they had like I don't know, like the Little Princess or something like that. Yeah, and then they dubbed it in mm-hmm. Tagalog. So that's the only thing that I've seen, but I haven't seen like an actual like Filipino um, animation that was created for like TV. But English, English is the second language in the Philippines, correct? Yes. So a lot of stuff can just come over in English and for the most part be okay. Yes. Yeah. I when I watched teleseries with my mom back mm-hmm. in the day. <laughs> the mixing of English and Tagalog is just so hilarious to me. Well, oh, see, yeah. it works for me because when I would watch it with my mother in law, mm-hmm. she's like, Are you keeping up? I'm like, Yeah, there's an there's, there's enough, enough switching back and forth <laughs> yeah. that I can there's keep act- up with what's yeah. going on. There's actually a formula to those tele- like those telenovelas. If you really? hear a character speaking purely in English or in Taglish, they're usually yeah, well off. They're the rich ones or your middle class. If your character, you're you're just talking in Tagalog, for some reason they make that character poor as dirt. I see, don't understand why. That's awful. See, yes. and that's like, and that's weird because that's our own culture, right? Yes. So the fact that we have this West, that the Philippines has this Western. This Western thought of like, oh, if you're speaking your own language and you're brown as fuck, mm-hmm. you are poor, you mm-hmm. are uneducated, mm-hmm. and yet the paler you are and the mix of Taglish mm-hmm. and English, it's like, oh, you're accepted. And that is just so fucked up. That is definitely the Western culture coming through because yeah. all our stuff, it's like, oh, they speak another language. They're the maid or they're the mm-hmm. yeah. servant. And you can that clearly came across, which is mm-hmm. so heartbreaking that mm-hmm. such an awful thing from our own culture mm-hmm. spreads. You know, I don't think about that. Like yeah. all our negative stuff spreading to other cultures. And I'm that's so sad. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not so sad. But I mean, it's, you, you would you would think <laughs> that, OK, like after all this time that they would have learned, but they still continue to do that till this day. It's the same formula, same kind of storytelling yeah. for each new show that and they yet make my mom loved it oh they they love watching that you know my i aunties love it <laughs> they eat I it up i actually have friends who are acting so sorry they're <laughs> 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 oh, not writing the script no. yeah so, no yeah. they they have they no. work with what they've got <laughs> and if it gets the <laughs> right. money right you can't yeah. punish someone for taking yeah. jobs it's the I hustle know. it's that's yeah. that hustle so when you came here mm-hmm. and you're you're now you know immersed in this new culture mm-hmm. how did that kind of change was there a culture shock or was it an easy transition yeah. for you oh that's definitely a culture shock for me Especially i mean i always um, visited here it wasn't oh. like it wasn't like did you have i fam- came here did you have family here yeah oh okay yeah but um so it wasn't like a totally new experience okay. like coming here to right. america and all that i always traveled here for, for yeah vacation. but living l- going to vacation and living somewhere yeah, are two different, totally so different. different oh, yeah. things <laughs> yeah so when i finally moved here it was definitely different i attended uh irvine valley college when i first moved here and mm people were kind of to themselves and it was really yeah. you know new for me because back in um, manila even when i attended that new college mm-hmm. i attended usd by the way i don't know do you know no nope. <laughs> yeah it's what like one USD? of it's the oldest university, university university of santo tomas oh, oh i was never gonna get that, that actually sounds familiar that i probably <laughs> heard probably in the series yeah yeah. yeah, it's like it the oldest university now. Oh, okay. It's Catholic, Ooh. too. Of, well, so. of course it so, is. So, yeah. <laughs> it's the I Philippines. Know. I know. And you actually wear uniforms. Oh, my. Yeah. College? You're in college. 
Wow. And you wear uniforms. Oh each department, my. each yeah, each department has like their own uniform. I love Ooh, it. It's like so oh, I like it. It's like so Japanese anime. No, <laughs> could I you imagine uniform. though picking like which outfit is the cutest? That's my major. Yeah, <laughs> biology. Yes. <laughs> no, but other other universities they could go like and just right, ca- like casual. But, but, but the one I attended, yeah, of course, <laughs> had to be the one with the with the uniform. So you yeah. moved here to get away from the uniforms. Yeah, the uniforms. I know. <laughs> That's fair. No, uh, I moved here because um, for the longest time it was just me. My mom was working abroad, and um, I didn't really have family around, so it was just me and the housekeeper. Growing oh, really? up, like yeah, when oh, wow. I was like my since like I don't know second year of high school. So your so your mom was abroad here working. Um, or abroad, abroad everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So I kind of learned how to be an adult right away, real quick. May I ask what she did for a living? She was she a does. professional singer. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, we we talked about this off air, and I was like, ooh, a singer. Yeah. Connecting the dots. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah, took me <laughs> how many minutes did the show start? Twenty four. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> it it was because it was like a there was like a transition in like the music industry there in the country. So I think the best option was going outside for her because like the type of music that she does was better for like a like a different audience. Mm. You've heard like the music that they listened to back in the Philippines, right? A little, but I mean, from the things I've seen, I mean, it's been y- kind of years since I moved out and uh, stopped watching mm-hmm. teleseries because I'm out of my parents' house. Mm-hmm. But uh, there was there was just a lot of like it was either I don't I don't know how to describe Philippines. It's almost classical, almost. It's a kind of just mm-hmm. old fashioned. But then they yeah, would do like covers pop. of yeah. It's like mm-hmm. pop. There's pop. It, yeah, it would be a like, lot of pop. Yeah, pop and R and B is very mm-hmm. familiar. But then there's and probably that Western. Yeah, there's also oh, they're a, all there's covers. Also, yeah, for the most yeah. there's a lot of covers or mm-hmm. almost all of it covers. Yeah, they were, for a songs. while. I don't know now, but I, I yeah, know I don't for know a while now. they were trying to bring back like that's what they call OPM, like original Filipino music. They were trying uh. to bring it back because there was just so many artists just doing covers. Mm. Yeah, and they weren't trying to. I do mean, any we were good at it, songs. but yeah, no original. Yeah, which is sad because there's so much talent that oh, just yeah. kind of gets instantly overlooked. It goes back to again. This is what they're exposed, you know, yeah. and what's, that's what like the television networks want to just air so you know they they're stuck with what they you know and i'm wondering if it's if it is just like what we were talking about like it's just part of that culture where where the western the western Mm -hmm. things the western culture is idolized so they want to sing those songs and it's like oh why would you want to create an original song of like the Mm -hmm. philippines that's that's like that's that's below you that's below if you can if you check they even like copy all like the tv shows here they just oh yeah yeah well we copy our shows from other people so i guess that's fair yeah (laughs) i feel like it just copies each other i mean the mass singer start i think started in korea Really? They used to do it with K-pop oh, stars. So, Val yeah. told me. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There, I, I saw a clip new. of I, I saw a clip of uh, Ryan Reynolds doing mm-hmm. it. Like he was he oh. was in a he was in a like a unicorn mask. Yeah, and he was um, singing, and then he uncovered himself, and everyone was just like, "Oh my god!" Our normal <laughs> sound engineer here, Val, is very obsessed with K-pop. Yeah, and so she I'm told me that they <laughs> did this one in Korea, and that's oh, where it started wow. with different K-pop idols. Yeah, she would give us a 
history lesson right now. Yes. <laughs> but she's not fun. She's not, but she's a loser. <laughs> Sucks to suck. Sucks to suck, Val. So did you ever yeah. get into music or was it kind of never your thing? You liked the art world. That was more your like happy place. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> since it's that's your mom, I wonder if you kind of like, how did you feel mm-hmm. about Step music? Step away. Like, no, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> hmm, like, music do. took my mom away. No. Because I was used to it. You know, uh, I grew into it. So. Okay. Yeah. And music's pretty big in my family. So Same. So I do sing. (laughs) My friends do. They know. (laughs) They know. Um, My only audience nowadays is James, my son. (laughs) Oh, how old is your son? He's four now. Yes. Is that the bratty age? I'm not sure with children. (laughs) Well, it's not the terrible two. So okay. Uh, Well, yeah. He's 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 past that. He's past that now. (laughs) Okay. But yeah, um, I just focused on doing art. But I did um, classical piano for a while. And oh. then I just focused. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yeah. that kind of sounds like the Filipino thing. Mm-hmm. Like you learn these ver- various random musical instruments mm-hmm. and then people stop. I but know. singing is kind of like the base. <laughs> it's like yeah. the foundation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I know my, my husband, if you guys don't know, my husband is Filipino. And he always, like, he won't sing. He refuses to sing. But he has this gorgeous voice. So it's mm. only when we get drunk at brunch that he'll, like, actually <laughs> sing. So it's my favorite thing <laughs> in the world. <laughs> he'll get brunch drunk and be like, all right, I'm going to get up there. I'm like, yes. And you're <laughs> like, yes. Liquid courage. <laughs> right. That yeah. liquid courage or just that that gate is broken. He was made to be in a boy band. I'm just saying. that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you've, ever, if you've ever seen if you've ever seen JPG, but... Yeah, the minute you see him, you'd be like, he'd be in an Asian boy band. Asian boy mm-hmm. band, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> He's the well-dressed one. <laughs> that everybody thinks is gay, but then is it ends gay, up being the oh, other one that's yeah. gay, and you're like, oh, And you're dang. like, dang. Oh. <laughs> totally. Sorry, JPG. Sorry, JPG. <laughs> Sorry, babe. <laughs> Sorry, husband. <laughs> so, going back to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring it back. Nobody <laughs> needs to know about us. <laughs> or your husband. Right. He's not even here. <laughs> I know. He sucks too. Yeah. <laughs> so going back to all of that, um, so you, you moved here, mm-hmm. you went to UC, no, Irvine Community Beth. College, right? Mm-hmm. And then switched over to Cal State Fullerton, but then you were still in animation at that point. Yes. Yeah. So when did we kind of switch out of animation and why? Oh. Or out of the storyboard, storyboarding, boarding? Storyboarding? Yeah, yeah, going with it. The storyboarding and why? Okay, so... When I graduated, I also got married, and then a few mm. months, I was also expecting uh, <laughs> my son. That, yeah, yeah, that's why. That usually I was changes still, things yeah. quite a bit. But during the time I was still pregnant, I was working as a freelance like storyboard artist for mm-hmm. this independent company. But damn, they they needed a lot of work because they were like starting off and I, I felt like I, I knew more about it. Like I figured that they would have known what right. to do but it seemed like i was like fixing the story like i didn't get like where's the humor it's, like their show was supposed to be kind of like those um you see an adult swim mm. but oh, they lack like the punchline or like the where's the humor in it it's supposed to be a like funny that, show yeah but i didn't see anything that, that adult would, humor that yeah kind of or anything in the story that would make you go ha <laughs> you know? so not even that not wow. even that like the style was cool yeah 
but the story itself was just not good at all like even if i tried i tried fixing it it didn't it didn't didn't go anywhere but it was a good experience right (laughs) yeah but i remember one of my animation professors said like even no matter how good the animation is if the story is bad it can't yeah. be saved. It's not going to make it. Yep. See, that's why you got South Park. And then the writing on that one, like a simple animation, but the writing works. Yeah, that's that's very true. That makes sense. So, so now then, so you had a kid mm-hmm. and you became a mom and yes. it was very exciting. And then what kind of triggered you back into art? Oh, I, I always was, I was oh, still you kept making, going through oh, that whole yeah. time. So, okay. you, so you were freelancing throughout while, while raising your son. Yeah, and my friend... I owe a lot to my friend Thalia because with because of her I got started doing WonderCon. Oh. She asked me like uh, this was like before I found out I was pregnant. <laughs> so we were like she was like, "Oh, let's do WonderCon. Let's just try it out and then share." It wasn't as tough then to like try to apply. It was kind of like starting out with WonderCon. Yeah. Like. Yeah, and a lot of um Cal State Fullerton like students and alumni have done it so we figured like oh we'll try it you know we're out of college and you know what's the harm right right yeah and plus we're sharing so it's not such a big risk so during the time while i was still doing the storyboarding i was like slowly prepping for wondercon right yeah i was there for setup a lot of people like that follow me already know this story that on the day I didn't go because I already went into labor. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh wow. So that's why a lot of people back then they would call my son the WonderCon baby. <laughs> because oh, <laughs> cute. Yeah, my due date was the following week, but I think all that walking <laughs> during setup kind of kickstarted things. <laughs> wow, yeah. I can't believe you're doing setup while like about to be in labor. To yeah. <laughs> it wasn't as elaborate as like how you s- see mine now. It's just it was just like oh, a small okay. setup. Okay, because I'm then. I was just like, oh my god. Oh no, you no. would not be should not be I doing know. that. I know, I know. <laughs> but um, I wanted to at least be there for a setup. That was my thinking. Like, oh, I wanted to be there in case I can't make it for like the weekend. Like, I even had it. Like, I told my husband, like, oh, maybe I can go like for Sunday. <laughs> and <laughs> like, it's just like, oh, I'm sitting like yeah that's what, i know that's what i was thinking Should've like my the other way around to let someone else set up and then just walk, walk in, in sit, sit down i know never move yep but i was already pretty like big back <laughs> back then i was already full term so it's like kind of oh. hard walking <laughs> 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 i was already doing the bottle and all that <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but i was like oh i still want to see what other people did so yeah that was my fault i <laughs> oops yeah so I did I was finally there the second time I did WonderCon. So my second time was my first time being there. <laughs> like officially. Yeah, officially. Did yeah. did your stuff still sell when you weren't there though? Like did you get updates like how did I do? It was okay cuz for one like we didn't have anyone to teach us what to do like you know what to expect in a convention. Mm. And um so the friends I have you know that try to get into doing conventions now i try to help them and you know what to expect how they should set up and all that you know because back then we didn't have anyone to ask these things and um 
and it was a struggle because we thought that oh we'll be fine but display is key no matter how good your artwork is like if you don't know how to dis- display properly people won't be able to see well what stuff. is some of that advice for people who are listening that like oh my mm-hmm. gosh that's me i'm doing WonderCon this year mm-hmm. yeah what would you i'm what, going to artist advice? alley yeah oh, I do. <laughs> so but a lot of the, okay so so the first year was uh educational because <laughs> uh, you know yeah. it, i didn't make a profit I've, you know because if you factor in the expense right the expense of getting the exact, table exactly it depends of printing out whatever yeah. you're doing making mm-hmm. whatever right. You're doing, right so back then i had somebody print stuff for me but now i have my own art printer so i can Dang like because <laughs> <laughs> uh, i feel like it's much more cheaper <laughs> never mind yeah it is yeah it's more, well i was more lucky, cost effective i was you, lucky sure. to get this nice art printer for like to 300 bucks and uh, i tried to like recommend it to my other friends now and apparently it's they don't make it anymore and oh, it's wow. hard to find and it's, it's like, like old, oh, it's, it's it's like close it's to a thousand dollars now <gasps> yeah Ooh. so i was like lucky that i was yeah. able to still get it when i was like still like just the retail price but yeah back then i put a lot of money into it and you know we didn't even have a banner <laughs> we, didn't, we, we just had artworks so i did like five or six artworks and they were mostly like children's illustration oh, okay yeah, well geared. so would you recommend to someone coming in to wondercon and like artist alley would you be like get the banner like what would what would be like the the basic kit right like what risks should they take from the jump i think the biggest thing is definitely what artworks are you going to make like who is your audience Mm, you know that's that's i think um doing quality versus quantity i always tell that to my friends who think of starting you know doing these events you know it's better to focus on like maybe three or five pieces versus like trying to make 10, 15 artworks and then the quality sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So people will appreciate it more when they see that this person, you know, took their time and really liked what they're doing. Yeah. You got to like what you're doing. Don't just make it for the sake of making or it. Or for the sake of the money because yeah. it's not, it ain't going to come <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that way. Yeah, because it, it shows. <laughs> it actually shows. In I the feel work. like it does. Um, it does. Like as a consumer, as you're walking around, you can tell. And also presentation, you know. I've seen, it always still surprises me that there are some people, like I don't know them, but um, there are some people that table at these events and they're trying to sell prints for like 20 bucks and Mm -hmm. the paper is crap they don't even put it in a sleeve that has like a backing board and all that and they expect people to buy it come on you know yeah you gotta have you know like proper packaging and all that because you know you want the person buying it to you know to feel happy with what they got you know and they don't feel swindled and it's Mm -hmm. and it's art I mean, yeah. it's it's that creator's art, so it's mm-hmm. like, wouldn't you want to take, take pride. care of it? Take yeah. pride in yeah, it. Yeah, but a yeah, lot exactly. of times, once it leaves the table, they don't really care what happens to it. And that's, that's true. I mm. will say that's a great point because mm-hmm. we have gone to conventions where, like, oh my gosh, I love that, but it's day one and we're mm-hmm. just starting, and do yeah. I really want to carry that around? That's going to get ruined. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So anytime they have that thing where they're like, I have a back or I have a bag mm-hmm. or, hey, if you give us your name, you can pick it up within the last hour of the convention. Yeah, I love so that. Nice. That mm-hmm. is my favorite thing because yeah. you care 
about this coming home with me and yeah. not just it walking away from the table. Oh, yeah, so I make sure that there's the the proper packaging is mm-hmm. uh, are on the prints or even like the merchandise I have now, even mm-hmm. the pins. And I always have like bags, you know, to put for people because sometimes they like to put it in bags, you know, mm-hmm. if they don't have like a handbag or a backpack with them, then they can carry something with them. So those things, you know, you take you know, into account when you're trying to do these events. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just focus on like the artworks that you really want to do. And if you're just starting off, I recommend just doing three to five artworks. Mm at a time and then slowly build versus making a bunch of artworks and you don't even know if the your target audience will even like it you know so test so by having just a few you know you kind of test like if this you're going the right direction or you know rethink some things what about the actual setup design of the booth is that what i'm going to call it uh, yep i'm going mm-hmm. with that yeah. the design mm-hmm. of the booth table or booth so i guess yeah. if you have the money <laughs> if yeah. you have the extra money i recommend okay so if you have just like a table then definitely have like a stand up banner but if you're kind of tight on money then just have like the one the ones on the table oh right yeah, right, right those like are the, a bit cheaper yeah but i think people who have banners for as a consumer as you're going around they feel like the it looks more professional the banners really help yes versus like it's just you know the table and there's yeah. like artwork because the banner it's like you kind of can see it from a some mm-hmm. distance between the people right the banner gives you the chance to not make eye contact unless you want to make <laughs> eye contact <laughs> That's true, too. But when it's on the table and you're forced to make eye contact, mm-hmm. I think sometimes you look away because it's, yeah. like, intimidating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you don't want to hurt someone's feelings. Yeah, because it's, mm-hmm. it's like, I am saying no to your art. I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm really just broke. Just, your art yeah. is great. <laughs> or it's like, your art doesn't vibe that's with okay. me. That's okay. That's the life of doing, you know, like, conventions. You know, yeah. people are browsing. Not everyone's going to buy. You know? Yeah. And, for me, I like doing these because I like talking to people and connecting, you know, and finding out why they're there and all that. You know, so it's not just purely for money for me, but it helps. But it helps. <laughs> it's a nice. It's, it's a nice, nice help. <laughs> so when you got into WonderCon, did you kind of find other for this? Second time, first time. <laughs> I know. I know. It's kind of confusing, but yeah. First time there, second time selling art. Yes. Uh, did you find other inspirations once you were there and you kind of got to walk around? Was it like, oh, this is really inspiring and makes me want to do these other things? Or is it like, oh, this is what they're doing? <laughs> Why am I here? See, when uh, I when I do events, I rarely get to really browse around because I want to focus on just being at my table. So if I do browse around, it's just like a few minutes. Mm. Like if I was going to do something like that, I'd rather be like an attendee and just absorb everything versus like if I'm a vendor, then I'm like thinking about my table, you know? Yeah. But I know some people that do that, they're gone for like hours, but because they have like helpers. They usually have a friend or someone watching the booth. But I figured because it's like my first time being there, you know, yeah. like I should leave. Right. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't leave my table and just like see how the convention is because I didn't get to experience it during the first time. <laughs> <laughs> is your son drawing yet? He is kind of. He likes to sing more and dance. Oh, yeah, he went yeah. the other direction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go, baby, go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So just me. But he does like watching or try to like disrupt, <laughs> disrupt <laughs> what I'm doing. Of course. But I'm, but I'm used to it. I'm used to it. 
See, I was going to say you guys could eventually share a table, but. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, when I, when I first started, I had him with me because he was a baby. So it was easier to take him with me. But now that he's bigger, you know, he's very oh, energetic. He'll, he'll just yeah. Go away. So, yeah, yeah. So he's very en- energetic. So you don't see him anymore at like my <laughs> events. Like if you do, it's probably like during the first day when I just set up. And that's yeah. It. Yeah. Give it a couple home. more years. Yeah. <laughs> it calms down. But yeah, when I first started, it was mostly like, um, I guess, fan art. I decided for mm. this third, the second time, for <laughs> first time being, I know it's so confusing. It's, okay. <laughs> okay, we're going to base it on the times you're physically there. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So when I was there the first time, um, I made fan art. I did still have like a few original designs Mm -hmm. but it wasn't there wasn't like any filipino inspired yet it was mostly food related (laughs) (laughs) that's fair food related but um i did like disney inspired and dc Mm. inspired fan fan art Mm -hmm. but um when i went on my own i wanted to slowly transition into doing original art big risk because most you know, most of the things that you find in conventions are fan art. Right. Right. For sure. They're just here for the superheroes. It's almost yeah. a guarantee. It's one of yeah. those not yeah. easy but easy things where Yeah. Yeah. I mean if you if you know like, mm-hmm. you know, D C Marvel will sell. Right. Mm-hmm. Somebody somewhere is gonna like this yeah. Captain America. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. guaranteed at least yeah. one to five thousand fans. And then mm-hmm. just pick the most popular anime right now. Right. And then mm-hmm. you draw that. And so there, there is definitely a safety net with mm-hmm. fan art. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, um, but I decided to take that risk and, like, slowly transition into doing original art. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's nothing wrong doing fan no, art. That's, I've no, I've I, I still, <laughs> I yeah, I, so I, much. I, I still do some because I still want to cater to the ones who yeah. do want to, like, have that, but I feel like, like in that's my how style. you entice them. Yeah, they're just like, oh, here's my Sailor Moon Ghibli, but look at my Ghibli. <laughs> I, I know, I know, but I am making a Filipino fan art, which is a Darna. You've you already seen the Darna pin, right? The have I? I don't know. But Was I'm it on Instagram? A dar- but I'm gonna make a Darna print to go along with it, so I'll have that for designer con. So if you don't, Date. do you know who Darna is? No. I'm Darna is Instagram. like, they always say that she's like the Filipino version of like Wonder Woman, but she's kind of different. So something like that. She's Ooh. really big in the Philippines. Oh, But yeah. she's not Wave, right? It's different. No, no, Wave is, yeah. Wave is I'm actually like reading that comic right now so I can uh, learn more I about I have not. Yeah, I still have not read it. I kind of wait. If it's on trade paperback, if it's in book form, I'll read it. Yeah, I'll I, buy it. I bought. <laughs> oh, is it on book form? Or? Yes. Oh my gosh, time is goes she on so your Instagram? Fast. Or is that is that an exclusive? Oh, news? the the Darna. Darna? Uh huh. Oh, I actually have. Oh, there's. I a have puppy, goodies you for you guys. <gasps> we get goodies. Yeah. Dang. Oh, you get one too. Hey. <laughs> so this is Darna. Oh my. Oh yes, I have seen oh, her. Oh, I have seen her. So <laughs> we. She's so cute. So. Paula gave us a uh, a magnet of the the character Darna, and it is adorable. Adorable. <laughs> it's almost like a darnable. Like, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm proud it's of like, that one. <laughs> it's like Wonder Woman and kind of like wrestling at the same time. <laughs> yes, right. But she's, she's so as cute. old as like yeah. When I guess when Wonder Woman was created. Oh my 
my gosh. Yeah. Thank you so much. No we'll, we'll definitely put a picture of this. Yeah, in she'll the, definitely in be on our Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll just hold it right here. Okay, yeah, I figured I to make like it. magnet versions because I have the sticker versions and pen and I'm making the print because people were like asking me. So that's the Filipino fan art. Oh, that's so <laughs> yeah. cool. Love it. It's going right on my fridge. Yep. <laughs> Finally, I have something to put on my fridge. Aww. <laughs> well, Do you have an empty fridge? No, it's full of like my well, don't worry. Shit. There's more. That was just to show you Darna. Oh, oh what? Yeah. Because you guys know my my son. <gasps> my son the is Filipino son. Yes. <gasps> Thank you. Oh so my cute. You guys wish you were in this room right now. I'm yeah. telling you, it's, it's like if it's Oprah were here. <laughs> you, get a, you get a magnet. You get a magnet. <laughs> Everybody gets a magnet. <laughs> I almost feel like the sun is your signature, the the cute Filipino sun. Would you would mm -hmm. you say that or what? What was Big. the art that kind of got you? Was there a specific art that got you going that kind of put you like on the con map, so to speak? The pearl of the Orient one, the one where there's um the female character original character that i did uh-huh that she's like wearing like a filipiniana inspired outfit oh because the philippines is also known as the pearl of the organ so i wanted to make like a character based oh, above that right right, right so right, she's right. wearing like the sun the like sun, a sun the tiara sun, oh, okay the and sun she's like her holding like a big pearl a big ass pearl yeah, yeah. so that's oh, what okay. started things oh wow nice. yeah do you draw her? Like, do you still have that inspiration still? Oh, yeah. Your still, yeah. Oh, yeah. I still sell her at events. <laughs> but I'm trying to make new ones. So we'll see. Yeah. yeah. No, I feel like feel like the possibilities are kind of endless. I think cause, uh, for a lot of Filipinos, the sun is the signifier, you know, for them. Because you, you can tell, like, from the shape, it's based off from the flag. It's from the flag. I mean, yes. right. like, oh, yeah. my, my tattoo. Yeah, <laughs> like, people kind of know from the bat. They're like, oh. Well, that's what you see on cars, or it's, mm -hmm. like, subtly on shirts. It's yeah. definitely that trademark. Mm -hmm. It's so hey, this mm -hmm. is my pride. Yeah, yeah. it's so um, stylized mm -hmm. that I cannot, it's, like, an automatic, uh, like, I will know if you're Filipino because mm -hmm. it's just like, oh, the there's a Filipino in that car. <laughs> Someone is Filipino in Someone in there. I know. Someone in there is Filipino. <laughs> and I'm going to find you. Yeah. <laughs> and then hug you because we're cousins. <laughs> <laughs> Most likely. <laughs> but not really. Kuya, <laughs> <laughs> auntie, nice to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, man. I still get confused. <laughs> I do too. Okay. I'm like, okay, who are you blood related to? Mm -hmm. And then my husband will explain it all. I'm like, nope, none of that was helpful. Let's try again. Who yeah. are you blood related <laughs> to? It's like everybody, everybody, but no, 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 no you're not. not really. <laughs> I know. Break it down. Now, let's go. I'm going to go through this. I'm, I'm like on your Instagram here. Okay. Yeah. And Alex is clearly on the Instagram. I'm on the Instas. And yeah. you have these very cute, very cute uh, magnets here in front of us. Mm -hmm. And we just talked about your inspiration for the Filipino side of it. Mm -hmm. But where's the the inspiration for the cuteness and the silliness? Is that come from the animation side? Yes. Gotcha. Most definitely. Like a lot of like my, f the prints. Yeah. It's funny because, you know, a lot of like my recent event, like LA Comic Con. Mm -hmm. I found it funny that a lot of were like saying, oh, Disney. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, no. And not. you're like, no, But you can not. see like the influence. Right. For right. Sure. For sure. But they thought that, oh, they're like Disney characters. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, because most thing. of your characters are are little are like original are, are girls. Mm -hmm. They're original characters, but they are girls. They are women. And Disney is known for the princesses. Mm -hmm. So, of course, they automatically go like, oh. It's because of the style. 
Yeah. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's that's you that's <laughs> not funny. a bad comparison. I know, <laughs> right? I know. I take that as a compliment. Yeah, I'm you're like, just yeah. like yeah, because because that, that's why I tell people like my style is like a combination of, like cute, and animated, you know. Mm-hmm. When you were doing storyboarding, did you have to do the same kind of style, or did you? Was mm-hmm. there a different style you were mimicking? You at the go time? with like what what characters are you know? If you're working for somebody, you have to follow like the character sheet, right? And all that. Yeah. So, but if it's like your own story, you can do like your Whatever own. You yeah, exactly. And I want to do that in the future. We'll see. <laughs> uh, you know, I was going to ask if you were going to be bringing any of these characters to uh, life in any way. I did do an animation pitch while I was still in um, Cal oh, State wow. Fullerton, like for Nickelodeon. Well, they didn't pick it up, but it was, it was fun. It was a fun experience. Yeah, I bet. Mm. I mean, to even get that far to pitch is, I think, pretty... Yeah, apparently, well, my professors say that it's not hard to pitch, like, get, like, oh. scheduled to pitch. It's just a matter of creating your own content, you oh. know, and having it ready. But yeah. do you ever think now with... This can sound terrible, but so mm-hmm. not the way I mean it. Mm-hmm. People of color on the rise, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's finally... There's not a ton of opportunities, mm-hmm. but they are giving opportunities mm-hmm. to people they weren't before. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that kind of gives you a chance, like a little bit of an open door, whereas even women on the, are mm-hmm. on the rise, too. It's the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, is a it was a boys' club. It's a white boys' mm-hmm. club, let's be real here. Yeah. So, <laughs> fuck you, Dave. <laughs> 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 so, do you kind of feel like you have more of an opportunity now than maybe you did when you were at Cal State Fullerton? Hmm. I think I I didn't have, I didn't think that way before. I think it was, <laughs> Oops, it was my just, bad. Uh, <laughs> you're like, I th- oh. <laughs> it was just more of like, I just saw it as like, you're, you're all competing with like your skill levels. I wasn't really thinking like that far right yeah that if if race or ethnicity had a part of it yeah yeah like well, you already have well, so much to like worry about yeah because like. at that time i was just like focused on like well you know developing your skills and your storytelling yeah. abilities because that's what they're really like looking for right you know so if they can well how yeah. do you how do you feel at the when you look around at the con do mm-hmm. you, when you see when you see other people tabling, mm-hmm. um, do you feel like people of there's a lot more people of color in the tables, or do you still feel like there is some sort of uh, like uh, distinction between? Oh no, it's pretty diverse. Mm-hmm. Or the ones I've been doing is yeah. pretty diverse, definitely. I think ever since I started, it, it mm-hmm. was already diverse to begin with. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, maybe like. I, d- I do know WonderCon and San Diego Comic-Con, who are both run by the same mm-hmm. company, they do make a really big point of finding diversity mm-hmm. in kind of everything they do, in their mm-hmm. panels, in their booths. Like, mm-hmm. they, they make a point of trying they to get to be that. inclusive. So you, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So you, I think you see it a lot more at some of those bigger conventions who mm-hmm. have that opportunity. But I, I know, like, things like, I'm going to say it wrong, bow, 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 bow. Oh. That Pixar animation with the little yeah, chicken. Bow. Oh, yeah. Bow. Okay. So I know <laughs> things like Bao five, ten years ago w- never would have happened. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. No. Oh, I yeah. couldn't even imagine Bao being made. Mm-hmm. And even Black Panther. Like, oh, man. No, although it existed no. as a comic mm-hmm. book, it had a lot of racism in it that mm-hmm. you don't see now in the way the movie was created. So I, I definitely, I look at these things and I look at your work and I'm like, oh, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. 
but it has so much further it can go. And oh yeah, you know, I would love to get to see these things on screen and have my future non-existent children see these <laughs> things on screen. <laughs> oh, I, I'm, I'm definitely doing something in the works. That's for sure. And I want to collaborate collaborate with my other uh, fellow artists. So it's just awesome. a matter of like sitting down and I'm actually. Excited you know honing in like that story because oh. i i do have like a couple ideas and one of them is definitely going to be inspired by the filipino culture because there's so much to use there yeah. you know especially like the mythology i bought a book just so i could like really read up on oh it my because gosh, i I'm, didn't like i'm gonna have I to ask you about that book because i'm just starting to realize <laughs> how much mythology we have. oh yeah oh yeah i just know like the basic stuff you know i, I don't, don't know, even like, know that oh, oh really just, like we have mythology and i'm like oh god oh, really? <laughs> oh yeah because i didn't even learn this while i was still in school like in the philippines you know i know oh, wow i know like egyptian and greek <laughs> mythology oh you my know gosh that, but, but i don't know not in your own home nope exactly exactly so we only just... teach stuff we win so i i get that that's <laughs> fine <laughs> What kind of mythology has kind of come up? You're like, oh, this like what's piquing your interest? Are you not allowed to share that yet? Right, because I haven't gone that far. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just on the cover. Yeah, I'm I'm still in like learning the you know about wave. (laughs) Gosh, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Are you kind of trying to make sure your son gets part of the Filipino culture? That you know, Mm -hmm. being born here, he's Mm -hmm. he's like not obviously surrounded by. Yeah, my my son is mixed because he's Filipino Mexican. Okay. So I, mean, I want him to embrace oh, man. both. The best foods ever. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. <laughs> We're total foodie. <laughs> and yeah, you know, that's why it works with me and my husband because our cultures are very like similar. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if me coming from Philippines. So right. Like, so it works out. <laughs> is your son learning both languages? No. <laughs> like, he knows, like, some words. It's just that because my husband doesn't know how to speak Tagalog. But it's similar to Spanish. So right. I, so oh, he yeah. knows so, so many words. So, yeah. So he he's more exposed, I guess, to Spanish. And he gets to hear me talk in Tagalog if, like, I have friends who are speaking. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, they're not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so, but I am trying to teach him, like, at least, like, little things, you know. He's picked up on some on some words but not like you know fully like speak because my son's autistic so Mm. he's also you know um speech delayed but he's come so far now so he can like talk but he's still learning so we didn't want to confuse him by adding like different languages right yeah well he's already getting like two right because he's getting spanish and then he's getting that's awesome though that, I mean, mm-hmm. it's sad that he's not getting all of them, but at the same time, Spanish is going to get him a lot further mm-hmm. here in California. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know JPG, uh, he, Tagalog was his first language. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. And then Spanish was his second language oh, wow. because he was supposed to be learning English, but Spanish was so similar that oh. he picked up Spanish. Yeah. So now he still knows Spanish and he can understand oh. Tagalog, but he can't speak it. Yeah. My oh. dad aced Spanish class. I'm like, <laughs> no. that's cheating, dad. And he was just like, <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> Not my first language. Yeah, doesn't count. Like, doesn't count. I'm like, okay, whatever. I think the, the format of Spanish is easier than if you learn Filipino, I think, than like if you write it. See, I don't even know like the sentence structure of Tagalog or anything. Like, I can't read it. Like, if you. Yeah, because sometimes if you translate it like literally, it may not come out <laughs> the like, same way. Yeah. But it's great that you're 
yeah kind of teaching your son because my parents never did i kind of mm-hmm. just i can understand the Gallup just by osmosis of them talking <laughs> i know you're talking about me yeah <laughs> yeah so i can understand it but they they deliberately didn't want to teach me because they wanted me to basically assimilate they didn't want Mm. me to have like an accent or anything like that and now it's like now they make fun of me and i'm like that was your choice like why (laughs) why (laughs) that was like i I mean i can learn now Mm -hmm. but i would feel like it's so much harder for your brain to learn language now though than it is to learn it when you're young yeah i mean even college i was able to like pick up Japanese but I don't like I think yeah now I'm, I'm out of college and not knowing how to learn anymore <laughs> I'm like eh, I don't know how to do this Down- download that Duolingo app right <laughs> Yeah. I'm really good at Duolingo good for things. about yeah. five days, and then I should <laughs> and you lose track. Yeah. I've heard good things of Duolingo. Perhaps I will try. But it. what the yeah. problem is, I haven't figured out how to go back. So like, I stopped doing like it for reset. a while, and then I'm like, okay, I really need to start mm-hmm. over because I can't remember anything mm-hmm. I did. Just go and back to the very top. Back. I can't. Duolingo's like, no, bitch. No, you gotta really? keep going. Come this far. I'm sure I'm <laughs> terrible at tech. Just, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can just scroll back to the top, and I need some smart millennial to like walk me uh. through <laughs> I'll, I'll get there one day it'll be fine it's fine it's fine our millennial's okay. not one here day. today we have ranger dave he's as old as i am so it's useless <laughs> yeah we're old here <laughs> we are old we should really work on that yeah <laughs> how, so do, how do we work on that i don't know okay <laughs> surround yourselves with millennials are you not paying attention oh yeah they teach you hip things like spill the tea <laughs> oh my god <laughs> So, yeah, that was neither here nor there. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> Should we go back to art? Yeah, <laughs> let's go back to art. I guess that's me, huh? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you 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 started with uh, prints, yes? Mm-hmm. I'm bringing it all the way back. Yeah, I know. way yeah. back. When did you decide to move from prints onto something, anything else? Like, oh, yeah, how I was that progression? Pins. Uh, it was because of my friend MJ. Oh. Yeah, she started doing... Shout out to MJ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shout out to MJ, I know. Uh, she was the reason why I got into designer con. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. there you go. Big shout out Salam- to MJ. Yeah. Salamat, MJ. Yeah, um, it's funny because how we met was because um, I was doing this show for Liana Lynn's um, Wonderland. Have you guys visited there? It's mm. in Eagle Rock and it's like, all oh, no. things cute. It's like super cute there. Oh my God. It, well, I hear Wonderland. I'm like, I love Alice in Wonderland. What is that? <laughs> Didn't Wonderland used to be in downtown Disney or am I crazy? Oh, that's a different, but yeah. Oh, Wonder okay. Gr- I think you're thinking about Wonderground, the gallery. There you go. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Different so thing. I already Got know it. what you're, what you're <laughs> talking about. <laughs> I already know. Like, I hope one day I get to do that one. <laughs> Heck yeah. Yeah, but they, I think they have to, like, contact you <laughs> to, to do that. I think and you apply. I'm oh, really? not sure. Yeah, a friend of mine applied. I'll have to but ask. It has, they did. They did not get accepted, like, though. And it has to uh, be, like, stylized Disney for sure. It can't be. It's like, licensed. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, licensed. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. But um, mm-hmm. th- that's how I got started with um, DesignerCon because I met her there and I just, I, we were just talking and I just mentioned that I wanted to do DesignerCon and she's like, oh, let's share, even though we didn't really know much about each other. And then from then on, we've been good friends. Fun. Yeah, so she started doing pins, and then um, she suggested that maybe I should try, you know. So she was the one who gave me our pin manufacturer. <laughs> and oh, okay. 
So I started with the mermaid pins. Just yeah, to the see. mermaid yeah, pins. Yeah, just to see how that goes. And it was good. So I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll try to do more. And then from then, I just kept growing and yeah, growing. Yeah, pins are all the rage right now. Oh, yeah. yeah, I know. People were saying, like some people were saying that like pins are going to die off. But um, It hasn't no. died yet. No, it's still going because a lot of people still ask about it. Like yeah. if there's going to be like a new one. I keep waiting for the bubble to pop, but it hasn't. <laughs> it hasn't. But they're just so cute and easy to put on everything. Exactly. Yeah. Because you know, if you don't want to get a print, you can have something that yeah, you can wear. Yeah, it's like wearable art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I definitely prefer. Like, I want the jewelry. I want the pins. Mm-hmm. I want the stickers. Like, things mm-hmm. I can put on things and carry the around. Only, mm-hmm. The only thing I regret or, like, I wish could happen is, because um, I know a lot of pins, they don't have, like, the artist's, like, not Didn't signature, yeah. but they're, mm-hmm. you know, like they're like a copyright or something, you mm-hmm. know, to be like, oh, yeah, this pin, like, I would not, unless it's someone I follow a lot, mm-hmm. then I'd be like, um, I don't oh, know yeah, where I, I know. got this pin. I got it. But I mean, for a unique artist, like, such as your art, like, mm-hmm. I know from the bat, like, where I got it. Like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, this is like a Paula's, like, this is the Instagram, whatever. Mm-hmm. But an- another, if I just met that table or met that person for the first time, I'd be mm-hmm. like, er, Right, if you do a quick walk by, oh, I yeah. like your pin, mm-hmm. you buy it and you walk away. And then it's just like, oh, where'd you get that pin? And be like, um, two aisles yeah. over, no <laughs> idea. Yeah. <laughs> what other conventions have you done? You've done WonderCon, you're doing DesignerCon. Um, I just did LA Comic Con recently. Oh, okay. That was my first time doing it. Oh, how was oh. It was interesting. Okay, the way like the way you <laughs> sounded, I was just like, oh, oh. No, it was it was okay for my first time. Oh, okay, but they did say it was kind of slow, so I mm. I don't know. I think they were mostly there for like the celebrity appearances, like the panels. Like yeah, there were there was like definitely a big crowd, but I don't think they were there to like shop around. I mean, I still did pretty good so i wasn't really worried yeah but um compared to other events i feel like i did much better but mm. i don't know they, some people their their theory was that because stanley wasn't there anymore mm. that, that it would maybe, die off yeah so uh, that may have been a factor i don't really I think know that celebrity distraction is definitely mm-hmm. a big part of it though and plus it's there like for all to see like it's not in like a separate hall like a right. closed hall so. i mean they yeah. have those too but they do the the main stage mm-hmm. in the yes yeah that's a that's definitely a thing and then you did san diego comic-con no i didn't do that one. Oh, you only wonder con yeah so you're gonna be doing san diego comic-con i hope so <laughs> I, I did i know uh, i no hope pressure so. <laughs> no i hope so because a lot of people did ask me um during WonderCon. it's just that i forgot to apply <laughs> 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 from last year i forgot to apply That's for so this good. year because i didn't know that there was like such a sh- small oh, yeah. window they, it yeah. is quick yeah, and yeah. it's and it's early too like, yeah so i it? didn't realize that it yeah. was like from the moment that they close you know like that year's show that there's just like oh yeah I don't people know, like are month already and a half or so like yeah. they have like this window of you applying so i didn't know about that i just assumed that it was like standard like with others like it's still the end of the right. year so by the time that i looked into it it was already closed <laughs> you're like oops <laughs> i know so this time i applied and i don't know we'll see oh it's very competitive so oh yeah no because yeah. there's already like people are grandfathered in so oh, there's yeah. not a lot of available lots from what i've from what I've heard, but that's what um, what 
Wonder if when it's starting to be too, wherein it's like hard for people. It to is get getting in. bigger. Yeah. Now that it's I'm settled in Anaheim, I think that's mm-hmm. a big part of it. Yeah. Because I don't think it was quite as nuts. It's hard to remember so long ago, but I remember when it was in San Francisco. It w- I don't ever oh feel yeah. like it was quite as mm-hmm. big and as overwhelming. Mm-hmm. I think that's come with being in Anaheim and you're in this next to Disneyland too. Right. You're yeah. getting a lot so you're of getting the Disney fans. Oh yeah. Right. You get a lot of crossover from D23 artists. You get a lot of crossover yeah. from San Diego Comic-Con artists because oh, yeah. yeah. it's the same company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I, I definitely think it's growing, but in a good way. Oh, yeah. I That's like my favorite. Like I always tell people that I hope I get to do Undercon career <laughs> because you never know. Like I know I've done it for like years now, yeah. but you never know. What if they decide like, oh, you know, let's give another person a chance. So I always tell people like, I hope I'm in <laughs> for the next year, you know, because I really really love it because my it always holds a special place in my heart because it's my it was my first convention yeah. ever. first and first yeah <laughs> first and first you know and your baby was in <laughs> i know my baby was born on <laughs> opening <Yeah>. day <laughs> not there but yeah <laughs> thankfully not there that would have yeah, been a story yeah I know. yeah you don't hell want that. no. Yeah, <laughs> hell no. That's a whole new definition of <laughs> yeah. WonderCon baby. Let's yeah, that is. Yeah. You don't want that con crud near your baby. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. Um, if you wanted people to kind of understand something about your artwork, I've never, I've never seen it. I've never been to your booth. Yeah. I've never, I haven't gone to your Instagram yet because mm-hmm. I'm listening. I'm like, oh my gosh, I love you. I'm gonna go check it out. What would you want people to kind of know or understand or get from your art? So, um, so if you see my artwork, it's very cute oriented and very animated. And for now, if you see it now, it's really. Um, for the most part, it's Filipino inspired. I do do some like fan art. Like I do have like my Wonder Woman um, artwork that a lot of people like, mm-hmm. and um, like a Princess Leia. But for the most part, it's oh, yeah, really Filipino inspired. I have like mm-hmm. female characters, you know. But I'm trying to include, you know, different genders. <laughs> I want to be more inclusive, not just like females. But I I promise people that I will. I will do warrior ones too. Like, cause yeah. I did do one, but it was a commission, and I I didn't want to sell it as a print because I wanted it to be special for that person. Right. So I so That's I told sweet. people that I'm not selling that as a print, but I will make one. Yeah. So hopefully by Designer Con, if you get to stop by, <laughs> you'll get to see different genders <laughs> this time, not just female characters, in my artwork. I feel like there's a big sale here, you guys. If you're not getting the hint here, Mm -hmm. go to DesignerCon. I want to go to DesignerCon. Do you already know what booth number you have? I am at PC2. So it's like the artist tables. And it's like way in the back in Hall D. My table is near the Juxtapose um, booth. So if you see Juxtapose Magazine's booth, then I'm like near there. Okay. That's the signifier for I people. I don't know. I've never seen the layout of designer con, so I'm like, mm. I know one of these days we'll have to adventure over there. Yeah, I feel yeah. like that would be a good place to go. So you should. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what the entry rate is. I have to look that I'm up. I'm not sure. Okay, well, Alex is looking <laughs> it up. Um, are we? Is this about time? It's about time. Oh, we well, one. Well, uh, one more question where Mm -hmm. do you want where do you see yourself i feel like this is a fucking job interview but (laughs) it's It's yeah where 
what would you like to see yourself in like in a couple of years like you're doing the convention circuits mm-hmm. which is great mm-hmm. but i mean is is that kind of been your goal or what yeah what do you want i still want that i still want to keep growing like my art business and keep Mm -hmm. doing events and i was just telling this to my friend like i i want to have like my own animation studio oh very hell yeah so so (laughs) i want to make i want to make stories that are very um culture inclusive oh my god so i am actually gonna be meeting with a friend tomorrow and we're gonna be brainstorming already ideas for that you're hearing in here the foundation of an animation studio foundation animation a lot of risk oh (laughs) (laughs) a lot of risk but um i think it's totally worth it I, i know a lot of people that that did it on their own and you know with a lot of work and if their you know story is really good it's gonna pick up yeah Yeah. oh my gosh okay so for those of you wondering if you can come see her (laughs) and her amazing work november 22nd to the 24th oh is gonna be very close to things designer con Mm -hmm. and it looks like mvp pass is like 200 bucks but it comes with things oh otherwise three-day vip pass is 70 bucks comes with friday saturday sunday just saturday sunday is 35 Mm. And just a one-day pass is only 20 bucks. So oh. not bad at all. But if you want a free yeah, event, fun. I have another yes, show. Please share. Yeah, yes, please <laughs> Yeah, if you're in the L.A. area, I'm actually doing a pop-up and uh, art show oh, at nice. Frankie Lucy Bake Shop. It's along um, Sunset. It's on November 30th. It's going to be from 6 to 9. Um, I should be posting, like, the details soon. Okay. We're just ironing out, like... You know the specifics, but um, I'll try to. Yeah, we'll it's try a free event, so you guys can go and you can get like snacks and drinks. That's all I there. had to hear. Art and art pastries. and snacks. Yeah, <laughs> and it's art in LA, so it's closer to you. Yeah, art yeah. and bread. <laughs> and if yes. people wanted to keep track of you and find these events, right? Where could they go? So the best place is definitely um, going on my Instagram. So my Instagram handle is art of Paula Olivares, and um, you can also check out my website. I have all of the my social media and uh, my events. Um, it's um, Art of Pao, so that's P A O, and um, you can see all that information like my Etsy shop, my social media, and my list of events for the year and for next year. And of course, we're also going to tag the Instagram on our Instagram. Faux show. So if you <laughs> forgot, you can always just go to our Instagram and <laughs> find her amazing stuff. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. So we're going to go to the end notes. Ah, special away. thanks. That's me. <laughs> First off, special thanks to our executive producer, JPG, owner of the Geek Say What Network. Another special thanks to Jordan Denae, the eco-friendly geek apparel and lifestyle company. You can visit jordandenae.com. That's J-O-R-D-A-N-D-E-N-E.com. And use the code word Geek Say What, one word, for 20% off your next purchase while listening to Jordan and Liz on the Sartorial Geek Podcast. A huge thank you to Ranger Dave for coming in today. Whoop, whoop, Ranger Dave. If you love all the things Ranger that he Dave. said, you can always check him out on the Geek Offensive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we've also had Ranger Dave on a past episode, which was yes. our uh, lens on uh, veterans in geek culture. Yes, please listen to that one. So that's a really fun, not fun one, but a very uh, yeah, eye-opening fun. one. Yeah, I felt very, in, like, it was informative. It was, like, I wanted to cry. Right. <laughs> all the all the good feels. 
bring out the ice cream and the bottle of wine <laughs> and take a listen to that one. And of course, we're recording in what we lovingly refer to as Echo Base, but this space is actually Wayland Productions, an award-winning production company for short films, documentaries, and audio dramas. Please check out our associate producer at wayland.ws and support the audio and visual art. This has been Diverse Geeks in Focus, focusing on marginalized issues in geek culture. Please make sure to check out our other episodes on DGIF, on Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, and Spotify, and SoundCloud, and <laughs> all those podcatchers, and make sure to rate, comment, and subscribe. This is just one part of the Geek Say What Network, so please make sure to check out our sister podcast, Ready, Set, Geek, your starting line to geek culture with what, what? Alex Catherine. That's me. Geek Offensive, bridging the gap between bro and geek with producer Justin. Geek KO, our geek trivia podcast run by Justin Madriaga. Nerds on a Roll, an actual play podcast building meaningful stories through tabletop gaming with a cast of recurring characters. Pencil Neck Geeks, tagging in your inner geek with Berto Ponce. And these are all on their own RSS feed, so make sure to describe to each and every one. And don't forget to visit our website, geeksaywhat.com. Of course, you can follow our entire network on social media using the handle at GeekSayWhat. And you can follow our Instagram at DiverseGeeksInFocus to see all our behind-the-scenes photos, boomerangs, and whatever we feel like posting that day. And one more time for our audience, where can they find you? So they can find me at DesignerCon this November 22 to 24th. And I have that art pop-up and art show at Frankie Lucy Bake Shop on November 30th. And I also have a couple of events in December that oh you can gosh. find in my website, www.artofpow.com. And if you have Instagram, then you can check all that too. So my handle is artofpaulaolivares on Instagram. Awesome. Oh, Paula, thank you so much for being a guest on our show. Of course. My pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, of course. And um, and thank you for our prizes. Our yeah, gifts, thank you for yeah. magnets. I can't wait to show it up on Instagram. Again. I know. I already <laughs> sent got. a picture. I'm like, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much. And thank you, listeners, for checking in on the show. And uh, don't forget um, to focus your lens carefully on the geeks around you.